2: This is the best of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio.
1: There you have the melodic tunes of old school NFL. As I prepare, we'll start with the top five. I think the best team in the NFL, and there's no doubt at all about it, as we near the halfway point, maybe we're going to have to give out some awards potentially as well for uh, all the different categories In the league so far, but I think the top five Eagles, number one, the only eight win team in the NFL. They're eight and one. Still haven't even had their bye week. In great shape. I believe their bye week is this week. Uh, The Steelers. I've got it number two. I know the Steelers have had some wobbly moments. They lost to the Chicago Bears, they lost to the Jacksonville Jaguars, both at home. So we'll see whether or not there are any other causes for concern against inferior teams down the stretch. But right now, your number one overall seed in the AFC would be the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so I've got them in the second-best team. Third spot, uh, you know what? Frankly, I just, I'm just i going to put them here until they just completely fall apart. New England Patriots. Early in the year, they looked like a disaster team. Now they're on a roll. As long as Tom Brady is there, as long as Bill Belichick is there, I just feel like you have to pencil them in to having a bye in uh, the NFL playoffs. In the fourth spot, they have now won six games in a row they had the Jameis Winston awful speech before the game that they managed to overcome they are the New Orleans Saints and look if you look at the top four there I'm pretty confident in Carson Wentz pretty confident in Ben Roethlisberger Tom Brady Andrew Brees three of those four obviously have won Super Bowls the other guy's only in his second year and then this may surprise people and it may set off alarm bells and bells in uh in Minnesota But I've got the Rams as the fifth best team. I just believe more in Jared Goff than I do in Case Keenum or whatever the Vikings quarterback situation is going to be. And I think ultimately the Vikings quarterback situation is going to catch up
2: with them. So I'm not a believer in the Vikings. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Disney has been potentially, uh, not potentially, has been meeting with 21st Century Fox about buying their movie studio, about buying their whole book of all the different movies that they've owned over the years. Theoretically, what Disney would buy, and Disney obviously is the parent company of ESPN, is everything from Fox, except for the Fox Broadcast Network, Fox News, and the uh, Fox Sports Army. So... It got me thinking, okay, let's say that happens. uh, The 21st Century Fox has put all these different assets on the market. If that happens, what should they do with Fox Sports? What should happen with the Fox Sports television channel, with FS1, with FS2? I've got a bold play here. I think the NFL should buy its own network and its own cable channels and use them to distribute all the NFL content. If I, right now, were the commissioner of the NFL, instead of being obsessed with whether Ezekiel Elliott violated the domestic violence policy, and we're going to have our sixth different ruling this week in the space of two months, six different legal ruling, I would be sitting around trying to think about the future of the league. And I think the future of the league comes down to this. For a long time, you have had a disconnect between content and distribution. By which I mean a lot of times guys or girls out there will make content and somebody else will distribute it when it comes to sports. Easy way to think about that is the NFL doesn't take the cameras out and film its games. It sells the game that it's already producing to Fox, NBC, CBS, or ESPN to put on the air. And all four of those networks take their camera crews out, their production crews out, and they film the game and they distribute it to everybody else. What if the NFL decided, you know what? We don't want to have to deal with network partners anymore. We want to own the means of our own distribution too. What if they bought the Fox Broadcast Network as well as FS1 and FS2 and put all the NFL games on Fox and every single NFL team owned 132nd of the methods by which they distribute the games as well. Then you package content and distribution all in one great, unbelievable business opportunity. Tell me why that wouldn't be genius. You could then, if you still decided you wanted to sell games to CBS or NBC, or ESPN, you could charge them basically whatever you wanted. You could peel off one game for Sunday Night Football, one game for the NFL Monday Night Football package. Everything else, you combine the NFL network with FS1, FS2, and the Fox Distribution Network, and you have created a situation where you control everything. You own all ad sales. Everything is a one-stop shop for the NFL, and you could then go out and buy up some of these bowl games, and some of these college football games, and it's like you have your own minor league that you're making money off of, too. I think it's genius. I think it protects the NFL. I think it creates an incredible opportunity for the league.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. And
1: this kind of builds on my largest thesis about why I think the NFL has severe issues going forward. It's that quarterbacks are going to become rarer and rarer, and good quarterbacks are going to become even rarer than they already are, and there's almost none of them, as is, as we speak. Now, hopefully some of these good young quarterbacks can continue to develop, whether it's Carson Wentz whether it's Dak Prescott, whether it's Jared Goff, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston has took a step back this year, Derek Carr, all those guys in years two, three, or four, hopefully they can end up making plays down the stretch because, man, I'm telling you, by and large, if we start to lose all these guys in their 30s who are incredibly productive and in their 40s now with Tom Brady, I mean, imagine suddenly if I said, okay, we're eliminating Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Eli's already kind of eliminated right now. But you've got to go with the Eli, Phillip Rivers, whoever those guys are that, that are like basically 34 or 35 or so and up. Man, the NFL falls apart pretty quickly. Now, hopefully these young guys that I just ran through in their second, third, and fourth years can have prolonged, you know, decade-long careers where we kind of develop relationships with them. But it's pretty hard right now to think about where the NFL would be if the top seven or eight guys who were in their 30s, you know, 33, 34, 35 and up, suddenly weren't in the league. This would be an unwatchable product. I just I don't know whether the mid-tier is there to rise up and be great. We'll see.
2: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app.
1: We're going to do something that needs to happen in the next television deal anyway. We're going to put every other NFL game that exists on broadcast television or cable. We're going to use FS1, FS2, and the NFL Network to put all of our games on. So instead of having this ridiculous antiquated system where seven or eight different games all kick at one Eastern and you can only watch one game unless you have the NFL Sunday ticket, we're going to follow the lead of the NCAA basketball tournament, and we're going to put on every game, and we're going to have a score ticker up at the top of the screen, and you're going to allow your individual fans to choose which game they want to watch. So if you happen to live in Cleveland and you're a huge Miami Dolphin fan, you'll be able to watch the Dolphins in Cleveland as part of your normal cable and satellite package. If you live in New York City and you're a huge Houston Texans fan, you would be able to watch the Texans in New York City without having to go to a sports bar. I'm going to make it as easy as it can possibly be for you to watch the game of your choice in the NFL. People out there say, oh, oh what are you thinking here? This is a crazy idea. I, I don't think so. I think we're in an era where you have to treat your consumer as if he or she is smart. You can't treat them like an idiot anymore. The NCAA tournament, not even that long ago, like a decade ago, used to only put on the game that was close to you in your region on CBS. And the other three games that would be going on at the exact same time, you didn't get to watch unless you went out to a sports bar. So if you live in L.A., and let's say you are a fan of Syracuse, you would never get the Syracuse NCAA tournament game. Or if you live in New York City and you are a fan of UCLA, you would never get the UCLA game in New York City. Then they got smart. Turner and CBS went in for a joint bid and they said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put the game on CBS and then we're also going to put the other three games on Turner, on TBS, and on True TV. And then we're going to put the scores up in the top of the screen. And if you're a college basketball fan, you can sit down and say, okay, this game on CBS isn't very close, but man, look at that true TV game that's coming down to a Watt, the wire, and you can flip it over and watch it yourself. And something interesting happened. Ratings increased. There were a lot of skeptics out there. There were a lot of people who said, oh, awful decision for CBS and Turner. There's going to be so much opportunity out there to watch the NCAA tournament that ratings are going to go down. The exact opposite happened. Ratings actually went up. Do you know why? Because when you trust your audience to make smart decisions, your audience rewards you. Turns out there were tons of people out there who wanted to watch more of the NCAA tournament than they were able to watch. I think that a big part of NFL ratings being down is not giving fans the opportunity to watch the game that they want to watch. What if you turn on CBS or Fox and the game is crap? Wouldn't you rather be able to flip to another game and you can say, well, I watched the red zone. That's a poor approximation if you have a game that you really want to watch because they constantly rotate around and you're not able to see every snap.